0: Here's a message from Ken Lavica.
1: May we interest you in another edition of Ken Lavica Live Pro Football Prognostication? Buckle your seatbelt. Stone the
0: hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we
2: just become best friends? Yup. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up.
3: Turn it up!
0: Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063.
4: Oh god, yes. Eight
1: hours and twenty minutes and then big meaty men start hitting each other and it's for real none of this tap dancing we saw in the preseason none of this choreographed ballet Uh uh-uh big beef big collisions big fall football is here kiddos ken levick alive on a thursday here on espn 106.3 the free espn app and on your smart speaker and a john levine accident attorney studios Downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Tower is right off of the smelly and uh, humid Intra Coast. still Stone. The Banowitz Friday Night Lights, he is the Radio Life partner. He runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock, and it is day two of the occupation of the show. On a Thursday, the Dominican Queen, Jeanette Javier. Jeanette, by the way, in two fantasy football league drafts last night, along with Stone. You were Hell busy yeah, last night. Stone was there, night. too. So you had one draft with Mike Tannenbaum at Greco Chevy. Yes. You had another draft where you're driving home uh, with uh, one of our our side, uh, some of our our fans of the show. We got together, have a little fantasy league going.
5: I honestly thought the cops were going to stop me because I looked like I was drunk. Cause I was
1: nice and safe. I Good. was
5: driving and drafting.
1: <laughs> driving and drafting. Driving
5: and drafting. Just literally like parking and sc- I was going down A one A from Delray to Boca. Just going down sketch parking. I, I re- so so
1: you're just parking in random places, alleys yeah. and along the beach and like things like that. It
5: was not. It took me back to some. You know, it it was ironic in a sense because yeah. I ended yesterday's show saying I'm going to fix my life moving back and to the series and then you're drafting and driving. Yeah, and then going down like I used to do sketch thinking parking lots around Boca. Uh-huh. Right, right. So I was like, wow, this is this is this <laughs> is, is
1: Irene. You just had to harken back to to your your college sketch days so that you could pull over and draft.
5: Yeah, so drafting with a couple of obviously great fans from the show so it was it was great.
1: That's awesome. That's Very awesome. eventful evening. And, hey, local law enforcement, we <laughs> have your new campaign. You're welcome. Don't draft and drive. There you go. You can, well, it's over now. Uh, yeah, that's true. But for next year, you can pay royalties <laughs> uh, courtesy of Ken Levick Alive. Jeanette, uh, seven, actually. Se- okay, fine. Ge- Jeanette me. Javier. 777 South Flagler Drive, Phillips Point Towers, ESPN West Palm Studios. You can pay Jeanette, please, all the royalties. Don't steal that Rick Bradshaw. He's the sheriff. All right. So, uh... Uh, Before we get to talking about the NFC, because we went full-fledged AFC yesterday, and don't forget, we have Bills at Rams 820 here tonight on ESPN 106.3. I awoke to the news that the Queen of England is clinging to life. She is about to kick the bucket, Dean Ham. See what I did there? Pretty good.
5: How many of these are you going to do? I'm going to start keeping count. Oh
1: boy, I got a ton of them. Uh, Queen Elizabeth II is apparently on the verge of death, and so this is massive worldwide news, and everybody is holding court over her, paying vigil all of her children, all of her family, including Prince Harry from Los Angeles. They are flying to Scotland, where she is at Balmoral Castle, and apparently she is on the doorstep to the other world, okay?
5: And here you are. And 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 West Palm Beach.
1: I'm in West Palm Beach, and I'm paying attention. So what I want to do today, though, to honor the queen, okay? She is the longest reigning monarch in the history of the world. Nobody has been on the throne longer than she has in any country, okay? Queen Elizabeth, a, a, a profoundly impactful figure. The least we can do is honor her in only the way that we know how. And that is by inducting members into the monarchy-related name Sports Figure Hall of Fame here on Ken Levick Alive. Let's make sure that we pay proper respect.
5: She's She hasn't even passed yet,
1: Ken. You don't know that. She might be dead. They haven't announced it yet.
5: Oh, my gosh, Ken.
1: We're paying homage to her, Jeanette. It's way too soon. The first inductee into the sports figure monarchy name Hall of Fame is Prince Fielder. Former Milwaukee Brewers first baseman, Prince Fielder, is in our monarchy name sports figure Hall of Fame. Six-time All-Star, three-time Silver Slugger, and the 2009 Home Run Derby Champion, Prince fielder, monarchy-named sports figure Hall of Fame, as we honor the dead or soon-to-be dead, oh my Queen gosh, Ken. Elizabeth. <laughs> Ken! We'll be doing that throughout the show here on Ken LeVick Alive, and then I will be hit by lightning at about 4 p.m. Oh, Eastern right, time. Since
5: when am I, the voice of moral reasoning <laughs> uh,
1: I here? actually probably, it's a good idea if I do not walk underneath scaffolding today. Or, if there's a thunderstorm, I keep it indoors. I'm just saying, if I can weather today, though, I'll be or fine. Or under... Construction. Yeah, so sort of, any, 95. yeah, Yeah, I was going to say, right across the street here at the Phillips Point Towers where our studio is, there is a massive construction project. I'm going to uh, watch my back. Don't do that.
3: I tell you what, we're off to a great start with Prince Fielder, though.
1: Yeah, see, that's a great, and again, this, we are we are honoring the longest serving monarch in world history, Queen Elizabeth. Word up. What? I don't
3: know. Oh my gosh, I don't know God! What,
1: I don't know what that meant. I don't know why I did that.
3: And I just want again to put, we're just
1: paying homage. paying
5: homage. And I'm not one of those people at all who like follows the uh, royals or whatever the uh, proper pronunciation Well do you know who's
1: up next? Who you know who's who's on deck?
5: I just want to know if that's the mother bleeper (laughs) who cheated on Diana. Uh,
1: Yes, that would be Prince Charles. He's next up. He's
5: terrible. I hate
1: him. He's next up. How do you cheat? Now, if you could, could you look up Prince Charles' age real quick? Because Prince, uh, Prince, Queen Elizabeth is 96 years old. You're doing great. The, The queen is 96 years old, okay? Her son, Prince Charles, is going to take the throne at what age? 73. I mean, he could be in there for six days and be out. It's like
5: American <laughs> politics; it's no different. I right, know, right? right. It's Just the same thing. Old white people
1: in power now. There's not a ton of power uh, with the, the the British monarchy. They do go and cut ribbons on like bus stations and uh, shake hands with people at festivals. Um, but they also live lavishly. Uh, but again, we're paying respect to to Queen Elizabeth today, who appears to be. Either on her way out or out uh, by inducting sports figures with monarchy themed names into our Ken LaVica Live Hall Can't of Fame. Believe- Congratulations to you, Prince Fielder.
5: Can't believe the guy who cheated on Diana is going to be up next.
1: Well, welcome Stupid. to privileged rich white people. Stupid.
3: <laughs> you just have the cookie crumble sometimes.
1: Yeah, that is. Sometimes that's just how it goes. I don't
5: want a cookie right You know, now.
1: sometimes that's how it goes. <laughs> you know, so you're right. You're exact. I mean, Stone, exactly right. Profound words. Talking about the British monarchy. Hey. That's just how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> <laughs> Profound stuff from Ken Levic alive Live. All right. Yesterday we had the Ken LeVica Live Pro Football Prognostication AFC Edition. Today it's the Ken LeVica Live Pro Football Prognostication NFC Edition here on ESPN 1063. Now the NFC, as opposed to the AFC, there's a whole mess of teams that uh, you have questions about that could be at the top of the heap, that could be Super Bowl or bust, or they could be Super Bowl sleepers, or they could just be downright disappointments. And the AFC was pretty cut and dry. The Bills are unanimously, and I think part of that is because they're cute and cuddly, they're the team that everybody's pointing to, hey, they're finally going to go to the Super Bowl. We love the Bills. What we did yesterday was Super Bowl or bust team out of the AFC Super Bowl sleeper and the disappointment. My Super Bowler bust was the Bills. My Super Bowl sleeper was Baltimore, and my biggest disappointment yesterday um, uh, with the AFC was going to be the Chargers. So you, Jeanette, your Super Bowler bust was the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. You were sticking with Patty Mahomes in company, right? Mm-hmm. Your sleeper—I can't remember who you the Broncos. Had. The Broncos. That's right, Russell Wilson. Let's ride. And then your disappointment was the Ravens. My sleeper team was your disappointment. Today, we're going to do that with the NFC. Now, Stone, what do we have here? How are we going to dip our toe into this little endeavor here? Stephen A. Smith, should we go Stephen A. Smith? We can definitely go Stephen A. Smith to kick it off. All right, Stephen A. Smith, and, and, and he is talking about the Bucks. Here, talking about the Rams.
4: Oh, the Rams! The Can Rams. Can they get back to the Super Can Bowl? Can
1: the Rams repeat as NFC champions? What did Stephen A. Smith have to say on First Take?
4: The Rams schedule this year, if I remember correctly, is going up against the AFC West. They got to go up against Las Vegas, Kansas Correct. City, Denver, um, and obviously the Chargers. So I got to take that into consideration as one. Number two, there's some questions on the defensive side of the ball. You lost to Sebastian Joseph Day. That's gonna compromise your run defense to some degree, okay? Eric Weddle is out at the safety spot. You're gonna have to have somebody to replace him. Vaughn Miller in his third his nine sacks in 13 games, he's gone, even though they brought Bobby Wagner there now. I get all of that. I'm seeing some of the replacements and I understand. That this is a Super Bowl champion that's definitely in position to defend their crown, but there's still pieces that you got to fit in there. I love the pickup of Allen Robinson. I really, really do. I love him as your number two. I think that last season, listen, you did the Chicago, Chicago with Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace running things there. Mitchell Trubisky and then other quarterbacks, and now Justin Fields couldn't make up your mind what you wanted to do. His game suffered, but that brother can ball, and him with Cooper Cup, I think makes them for a very lethal team offensively. But then. Again, that's the question about Matthew Stafford and how serious is that elbow injury? How much work is he going to be able to put in? How many throws and the kind of throws that he needs to make? Is he going to be able to make them? Now he tells us that his elbow is the same, is better now than it was at this time last year. Well, hell, he could say that now. What's he going to do? Lie and say, and and, and, and you know, he's going to tell us that it's worse. He ain't going to tell us that. He's not he going to reveal that level of information. I understand. You say he's good. That's your boy. I understand that. That's your boy. I know how. I fall. Y'all go back. All right. I- Get all of that.
1: All right, Stephen A. Smith, who is, the, who is he talking to? He's talking to Orlovsky. Oh, Dan Orlovsky. Who Dan. was
3: eye-rolling the whole time oh, and I'm just sure. shrugging it all I'm off. I'm
1: sure the, the Orlovsky, as we like to call it. So there's Stephen A. Smith on the Rams. He's not sure. He's not sure. What's uh, Stafford's elbow going to be like? What about the defense? Is it going to be the same as it was in the postseason last year? Who knows? But then, this is where it starts to get trendy. This, Jeanette, is where it starts to get sexy. With the NFC Super Bowl conversation. Because Rob Ninkovich on Sports Center wants to talk about the Eagles. The kind of
2: expectation? Now, I don't know if that green you're wearing today is for the Jets <laughs> or for the Eagles. It's <laughs> not for the <laughs> Jets. <I'm> sure <laughs> sure <that. laughs> Jet green it's not Eagles green. But, uh, listen. Are you as high then, on the Eagles as some? I'm, I'm high on them to win the division, yes. To win, they get to a Super Bowl, I don't know about that. But... Kelsey's right. I mean, you, you haven't done anything yet. We can sit up here. We can talk about how great their roster is and, and hurts and how they're going to they have the future quarterback there. But until they go out there and they execute at a high level <laughs> and they win a lot of football games, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just like how last year, yeah, the Rams won the Super Bowl. Guess what? It doesn't matter tonight. It does not matter. It's how you perform, how you go out there and execute, and how you win. So at the end of the day... That's a typical offensive lineman. I bet you he's got extra rope in the back of his truck just in case someone gets stuck. You pull you out. <laughs> you know some cans back there, yeah. trash in the back of the truck. Just you know, he's offensive. That's line, what offensive you know? linemen yeah. have. Hey, yeah. here's the One other note on the Eagles: we had this earlier in the week. Just the way things shape up, and we never know when an NFL season starts. There are always surprises. Their early season schedule is unbelievably favorable.
1: Yeah, so they can get off to a quick start. And the Eagles have made themselves better. I love the AJ Brown. I love A.J. Brown and Eagles uniform. I'm a believer in Jalen Hurts. I actually like the Eagles. So let's get to it. Let's go through. In the NFC, who is your Super Bowl or bust? Who is your Super Bowl sleeper? And who is going to be the biggest disappointment in the NFC? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us, at KLV1063. In the NFC, who is going to be the Super Bowl or bust team, the Super Bowl sleeper team, and the disappointing team? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. It is Ken Levick Alive Pro Football Prognostication, round two. All right, Jeanette, my Super Bowl or bust, I'm going to put it out there. At some point, you got to put the pressure on them. It's do or die. It's going to happen now or it's not. The Dallas Cowboys. You're going to be about it, or are you just going to continue to talk about it? We've heard Dak Prescott. We've heard about all those wide receiver weapons. We've heard about Mike McCarthy offensive mind. We've heard about how solid the defense is. Jerry Jones making signings. Oh, we're the class of the NFC East. But then, how does every season end? Either missing the playoffs or crying Cowboys fans at Jerry World. Is it going to happen again this year? I'm sick of hearing about it. I'm sick of the talk about it. For the Dallas Cowboys, I'm sorry. This year, with question marks all over the place in the NFC, some teams are old, some teams are incomplete, some teams are badly coached, it's the Cowboys Super Bowl or bust. I'm sorry. Enough already. Be about it. Stop talking about it.
3: Yeah, Nikovich hopped on Greeny this morning, and he said, I'm so happy we have football finally. We get to stop talking about the Cowboys and Aaron Rodgers and everything.
1: Every offseason, Jeanette, it's all, how good are the Cowboys going to be? How many weapons are the Cowboys going to have? They, they are the off-season talking champions, and they, they don't do a damn thing. It's time to go to the Super Bowl <laughs> or completely retool that thing.
5: I feel like that's just a common theme with them every season. Though. Every America's year. team, America's mm-hmm. team, America's team. That's all we hear about with the Cowboys. Yep. And Dak Prescott, I think he's overrated slightly. Ooh.
1: So uh, I, I
5: like He has that. nothing to show.
1: You're, you're, that's, and that's the thing. I can defend Dak all I want because I like Dak, but he has, you're right, he doesn't bring anything to the table where I can say, oh, hell yeah, that's the dude. How many that's playoffs that dude. wins? Yeah. yeah. And, and he's, he's sliding with one second left in playoff games and losing games, and it's a mess. And I need, I, I need to see
3: Dak win something. I need to see the Cowboys win something. Anything. It is about time they win something, but I think all the pieces are there and I do think it lines but, up for him this year. I, say, we, I said I said we say the pieces are there. Yeah, and, and last night I said he finishes his top three as far as fantasy points goes for a quarterback. I mean not that that's a wise claim or a, a, a such a monstrous take or anything, but he has the tools to do it and he has the weapons around him, as he always had, but I think this year comes together. So my Super Bowl sleeper is gonna be in that same division,
1: and I am buying in on the Eagles. They fortified their secondary a week ago. They have arguably, I mean, I think they're at least in the same neighborhood as the Cowboys when it comes to a wide receiver group. That A.J. Brown, that what they did on draft night, on uh, on that Thursday draft night, was exceptional. What they've done to help Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts, he doesn't get quite the same treatment that Tua does, but still the question marks about him. I think Jalen Hurts is real. I think Jalen Hurts is a very effective quarterback. And I don't want Nick Sirianni at a press conference for my team. I, was he, 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 I take a toddler over him to help <laughs> convey the messaging to the team. But he can coach. He's just, he's a, how do I put it, poor public speaker.
5: But I love it in terms of drama and the tea that comes with it, so... Let him speak.
1: <laughs> Let him speak. Between him, him,
5: it's, him and Dan Campbell, I'm like, okay. okay. Go Split off. the TV. <laughs>
1: yep. Go off, King.
3: Two completely opposite press conference guys. Like, just saying. Oh, two. Dan Campbell is just grunting. He's like, mm, caffeine, coffee, hitting.
5: I relate boys, to that. Boys,
3: men.
1: Definitely relate to that. <laughs> Hair, uh, sweat. And Nick Sirianni's like, uh,
4: blah, 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 blah. I
1: like Fruit Loops, and you know, like Fruit Loops, <laughs> well, Cheerios are the kind of cereal. but I, 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 yeah, you know, you go through flowers. Like he just, he's just saying nonsense. Yeah, it's okay, great. Um, but I think the Eagles are the Super Bowl sleeper. I think they're the Super Bowl sleeper in that same division. You said yesterday, Stone, the Eagles have now leapfrogged the Cowboys as the Vegas favorite to win the division, right? Which is just absolutely wild. Yeah, but yeah, they have. They've overtaken them. And then my disappointment. I'm looking at number 12 in green up in Wisconsin. And I don't care what anybody says. With no Devontae Adams, and you can talk about how much you love Alan Lazard all you want, Aaron. That wide receiver group showed nothing in the preseason. That defense, jury's out. They are extremely incomplete. And they obviously get brownie points because Aaron Rodgers is their quarterback. Aaron Rodgers has committed to them. But I think that the Packers are going to be the biggest disappointment. I could conceivably see, and it's shocking for me to say this, but I could conceivably see the Vikings fighting them till the final weeks of the season for that division win, for the division championship. Kirk Cousins inconsistency in all. I don't see how the Packers are that much demonstrably better than the Vikings are.
3: Now, I thought you were going to say battle them to the end in week one because they do play each other Sunday. No, I'm talking but about
1: like, to the end of the season. In the
3: length of the season, yeah. you have to put your money where your mouth is there. You can't just throw that claim out there that the Vikings could take that spot away from the Green Bay Packers. They could. We're talking about a back-to-back Super Bowl. I mean, a back-to-back MVP in <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers wishes. He's, I let that wow. one slip. Yeah. I mean, He's a back- on that yeah. same
1: mud Aaron Rodgers is <laughs> in. <right there. laughs>
3: exactly. <laughs> but you're talking about a back-to-back MVP in Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it's just not easy to go against that. Okay,
5: but he's also like a Dak Prescott. Like, congratulations, you won one Super Bowl. But what have you done after that? And he had to dominate the
3: league, is what he's done. What are we talking about? What has Aaron Rodgers done? We cannot do that. We cannot go. Yeah, his Super Bowl appearances appearances have been phenomenal. I mean, it's tough to get to a Super Bowl in the league, but to throw the claim out there, what has Aaron Rodgers done is, is. Wild, because dominated the league ever since he's been in the league. No, that's good. He puts up the numbers. He wins the MVPs. And I see one Lombardi trophy over a decade And that's great. That's all he does. I hear that. And I hear that argument time and time again. But we're talking about what has he done. He's dominated the league. He's the best quarterback in the league besides... A TB12. This is the
1: most depleted offense the Packers have had in maybe <laughs> 10 or 11 <laughs> this years. This is
5: also the guy who chose Baker Mayfield as his first pick yesterday, <laughs> yesterday's Yesterday, sure draft. did. So we had uh, a fantasy keep, draft. Let's make sure that line yeah. is... Yeah.
1: Stone The the evaluator of talent, is lacking at times. So my Super Bowl or bust in the NFC is the Cowboys. My Super Bowl sleeper is the Eagles. My <laughs> biggest disappointment, the Packers in the NFC. What is your NFC Super Bowl or bust team, Super Bowl sleeper, and disappointment team here on NFL Day? The season starts tonight. 888-760-3776. 760 3776 us, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Again, my Super Bowl or bust is the Cowboys. The sleeper to go to the Super Bowl is the Eagles. And the disappointment is the Packers. All right, Jeanette, you're up. Super Bowl or bust for Jeanette in the NFC? I'll
5: leave that one last.
1: Okay. Super Bowl sleeper for Jeanette in the NFC.
5: I agree with you with the Eagles. I'm a big Hurts fan. Okay. And I honestly think he's going to have a better season than Tua. You
1: brought up the comparison well, earlier. Yeah, yes, yes. Now, I don't know if that, uh, I don't think that that is. It comes two
5: completely different divisions, but.
1: Right, right.
5: I now, You're just trying of...
1: to disrespect Tua.
5: No, I'm just trying to speak the truth. I want. I'm trying to bring you guys to reality about Tua. So that's my goal. Tua Always. could
1: still have a good season, and Jalen Hurts could have better numbers, right? Like, I mean, that's fair to say. Yeah,
3: you're lucky I didn't drive Tua Loa last night, first overall.
5: I would have ruined you.
3: I did. He's on my bench, and he's gonna come <laughs> he's up. On he's on your bench. Gonna, yeah, and and, and gonna, you drafted Jalen Waddle. Some ass, Jalen Waddle right. pretty
1: early on. Damn right, I did. Uh, so you've got you've got the Eagles, like me, as the Super Bowl sleeper. What about your NFC disappointment? The Rams the Rams. They're
5: very overhyped right now. I don't think Matt Stafford is going to come back and pull off that performance that he did last season. I think that the expectations are way too high,
1: and he's not going to deliver. See, I thought about the Rams. Matt Stafford is, he was kind of ordinary at times through the regular season, and even in the playoffs, but especially in the regular season where he couldn't stop throwing footballs to people in opposite jerseys. He, he could not stop doing that. And then, he made some clutch throws. He showed his veteran presence, especially in the NFC title game and then late that. in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you. They're old. They're not what they were last year. Uh, and so you look at that division, too. Now, what doesn't help that argument, though, is that the division is sort of, eh. Seattle's bad, right? We can all agree <laughs> that the Seahawks are bad.
3: I mean, Seattle is going to be terrible.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, the Cardinals, you've got the pouty toddler Behind center. And then after that, are they going to be the typical, like, 8 win mediocre Cardinals team that got into the playoffs and Kyler Murray is flinging footballs at Rams who are walking it into the end zone?
5: Well, he won't be able to see that much anyway, so.
1: That's true. That's a great point.
5: Who is he throwing to? He doesn't know. He
1: doesn't know. And then you've got the 49ers. What in the hell are the 49ers going to be? I, I just don't know who's going to be their quarterback. Is it after week four? Is it going to be Trey Lance? Is it going to be Jimmy Garoppolo? So the Rams may just, by benefit of the doubt, win the division. But I'm with you. I don't see them making a deep playoff run. They were Very lucky so. to get out of Tampa Very in the division so. round last Very year. Very much so. So that brings us to, and I have a feeling I know where this is going. Jeanette's NFC Super Bowl or bust.
5: I say this wearing a Tom Brady jersey today. Mm-hmm, Buccaneers mm-hmm. Tom Brady.
1: Pewter. Pewter Buccaneers That's jersey. That's the Super Bowl color.
5: Uh-huh. Um, Super Bowl or bust, I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Right. Potentially Tom Brady's last season. Expectations are high. They lost. I'm not going to say we. I'm not stone. They lost a <laughs> you bunch of so. kids.
1: Jeanette does not play for the Buccaneers, and she recognizes exactly. that. Exactly.
5: Yeah. Um, lost a lot of key players yes. from the past two years. Um, coming back from a couple injuries, and with Tom Brady lingering... Evan Cohen said that he doesn't even believe Tom Brady's going to finish the season in a Buccaneers jersey. Got to go to the Super Bowl.
1: I like that. I like the Super Bowl or bust. And the way Jeanette is framing it is maybe the Bucks aren't the overwhelming favorite to go back to the Super Bowl. But as far as the window, and we talked about a window yesterday uh, when we were discussing uh, specific teams in the AFC... It's got to happen this year for Tampa because we all believe this is Tom Brady's last year. So if it doesn't happen this year, then it's going back to a Tampa Bay Dark Ages. I was right? just going
5: to say it as a as a fan. Yeah, this better. This I better to see her be. run again yeah. because I'm going to be depressed once all over again. Yeah, waiting for the goat of all quarterbacks to join my favorite team. Of right, all time right. Again.
1: Uh, what what happened to Jeanette with Brady joining the Bucks is a once in a lifetime occurrence, and so jeanette has been enjoying it. She got a ring. She won the Super Bowl. Good times. But if she wants to see another Super Bowl uh, before she starts to get gray hair, chances are it has to come this year. Because it's very,
5: very well said. Yeah,
1: the Bucks are probably going to rebuild mode after this year. After Brady I was retires. depressed
5: when Brady retired.
1: Yeah, you went through a rough like thirty-six hours until he came right back. It was forty days. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to a you little what, rough patch right now. You know when Jesus went to the desert for 40 days? Yeah, that's right. It, it was, was kind of the same thing. It was thing. 40 days and 40 nights. He went to fast and then he came back. Exactly. Hey, Bible humor. All right, so Ken LeVick Alive, going to Pro Football Prognostication, Part 2, Thursday. We're focusing on the NFC, Super Bowl or bust. Jeanette says the Bucks, and I love the reasoning for that. Super Bowl sleeper, the Eagles, the disappointment for Jeanette's going to be the Rams. For me, Super Bowl or bust, I'm sick of the Cowboys talking. Go do it. They're Super Bowl or bust. The Super Bowl sleeper, like Jeanette, is going to be the Eagles uh, for me. And then my disappointment is the Packers. Devontae Adams ain't walking through that door, Okay. NFC Super Bowl or Bust. NFC Super Bowl sleeper. NFC disappointment. 888 760 3776 888 760 3776 Let's go to Mike in Wellington. I'm sure Mike has some Tampa Bay thoughts. What's up, Mike? Oh,
6: Ken, Ken. I agree with Jen on two of these, actually. So
7: Let's I, go. Guess,
6: I guess we'll start. I guess we'll start with the Super Bowl or bust. It's all in for Tampa oh this mm-hmm. year. We're go we're we're going in the rebuild mode. It's Brady's last year. Mm-hmm. This offensive line is depleted. It hurts. I really think we're going to be riding the skirt tails of our defense. Our defense looks great. Defense wins championships. It- it's all on the line for for the Bucks this year. So that's my Super Bowl or bust. Okay. My disappointment. My disappointment is the Rams. Cooper Cup had a year that I don't think he's going to be able to repeat. I think that was the greatest year he will ever play. There's a lot of film. There's a lot of film out there now. I'm a little worried about Stafford uh, with this whole elbow yeah. thing. I know he's tough, but, but, you know, age starts to get the best of us after a while, no matter how great we are. Don't I know it. But I just feel like it's going to be, I just feel like it's going to be hard to re all uh, to reproduce that type of performance they did last year. And my sleeper, Sorry Jeanette, but I, I think it's the Saints. I got a bad feeling I'll about it. Oh, you're number. going with your boy Winston. I, <laughs> you're going with Winston. It's not. It's uh, Jeanette, stop yelling at me. <laughs> Look, uh, <laughs> no no, I just I I don't know. I just feel like I feel like Winston's gonna have a good year with Michael Thomas coming back, Jarvis Landry, you know, you add, you know, some defensive side with the honey badger going over there, you know, they play the Falcons, uh the Panthers; those are all going to be wins. I just see them slipping in there, and we just can't sleep on the sink. They—they they, they got our number, Jeanette. No, don't yell at me or hate me. No, too late.
1: I just—I just too late. She already came in in a mood, and yeah. now, Mike, you've set um, her off.
6: I was doing better until we got <laughs> out of Winston. That's why you're going uh, with at okay. least it- at least you're next to her, Ken, not me. I know. Oh, I well, yesterday, yeah, no, Mike, I, I, you're right. And
1: he, she was throwing water bottles at Stone yesterday during the show. Appreciate the call, Mike. What what did you throw water bottles at him for again?
3: I fully condoned it. I it, thought it was a it great was idea. Jack Harlow being the oh, new college oh, yeah. game day yes, analyst. the newest The newest college game day full-timer. Jack Harlow, Lee Corso, I think they go hand in hand.
1: Give me, Hurry up and finish your drink so I can yeah, throw another one. Yeah, they both can't say anything coherently, right. <laughs> um, oh so, God. so... Uh, that was nice. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you teed me up well. Uh, by the way, in just a couple of moments, we're going to induct uh, another athlete with a uh, monarchy-themed name into our Hall of Fame in uh, honor or remembrance. We don't know quite yet oh of Queen Elizabeth here on Ken LaVinca Alive. What <laughs> if it happens during the show? Well, <laughs> we'll have to report it to the masses. <laughs> Okay. Breaking news. Yeah, breaking news. Your source for Queen Elizabeth—is she alive or is she dead? News is here on Ken Levick Alive. Breaking news: We don't know, <laughs> but she appears to be not great. Hanging on, hanging on, hanging on. <laughs>
5: is it bad that? What is that? Keep me hanging on. Yeah, she, yeah,
1: that's what she's doing. She's she's grinding. <laughs>
5: set you free why don't you babe
1: hey i tell you what at age 96 i'd be like hey just take me out you know what hell's gonna be fun with all of us though i know (laughs) yeah we'll be together (laughs) all i'm saying is that we're all we're doing is honoring her okay we're honoring queen elizabeth okay that's what we're doing. Absolutely. That's simply what we're doing. We have a Hall of Fame that we're inducting athletes that have monarchy-themed names into. What could be more of an honor for Queen Elizabeth? I'm sure—
5: Being compared to men, despite the fact she was a queen.
3: Well, yes, if, queen. You, if you're ever in the same conversation as Prince Fielder, you should feel good about you yourself should, and what you've exactly. done.
1: Exactly. <laughs> there's Queen
3: Elizabeth,
1: when was and the there's last... Prince Fielder. They're, I mean, that is They're an the honor. Same. Mm-hmm. He hit bombs— and she was able to help Britain through bombing raids in World War Two. <laughs> the same exact thing. Yeah. Yeah. Ernesto's in Boynton. Ernesto's on Ken Live. What's up,
7: Ernesto? What's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, you have another one on your list. Uh, Duke Riley, your linebacker from Miami. Oh, oh,
1: we are going to put him under consideration. Duke Riley, <laughs> linebacker Miami. Perhaps he will
7: get into our monarchy-themed Hall of I see a fame.
1: theme with Miami.
7: Yeah. All right. And uh, as for disappointments, no, no, no. I would say Super Bowl, but I have to agree with you. It's the Cowboys, all that talk, all that game, let's go. Talking you know, all that smack. I want to see what's going to happen this year. Uh uh, I'm going to have to uh, – I know she's going to hate this. Jeanette, you're going to hate this, but my sleeper is New Orleans. I What's think what? they're going to do it because, yeah. listen, I know they keep on saying that he threw so many touchdowns. I mean, he threw, he threw so many interceptions, he but, hey, Stone, you know, you're going to like this. You're going to like this. I say out of those 30 interceptions, 15 were receivers' fault. So, in honesty, oh, yeah. it wasn't really all his fault. So, I honestly say that Winston coaching, a little bit better coaching and better receivers catching the ball – I say it's going to have a better year, and uh, I'm going to say the disappointment is going to be the Rams. They're not going to repeat. They're not coming back. And that's as that's simple as it goes, guys. Have a good one. Hey, hey, no. Thanks for inviting me in the, uh, in the fantasy games, and I'm going to bust and kick ass. You guys have no, you have no luck. Bye, guys. Thanks for inviting <laughs> me. <laughs>
1: appreciate you, Ernesto. Uh, that that um, That is that is the same Ernesto uh, who showed up like 20 minutes late to the, uh, <laughs> the draft last night. I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, Ken Levick Alive here on ESPN 106.3. When we return, we'll continue to take your Ken Levick Alive Pro Football Prognostication Part 2 Thursday. NFL season opening day predictions, okay?
5: Wow, you were only supposed to add one word, but you know, added another ten. I know, 10. This
1: is going to get really difficult for us. We will continue uh, to count down to kickoff. Bills and Rams, 820 here tonight on ESPN 106.3. And we'll talk with our good friend, Dr. James Ross, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. But before that, let's induct our second name into the monarchy-themed... Sports figure name Hall of Fame in honor of Queen Elizabeth, who may or may not be with us still. We've already inducted Prince Fielder. Next into the Hall of Fame, Billy Jean King. Oh, nice! Billy Jean King. Welcome, Billy. 12 time Grand Slam singles winner, former world number one, and beat Bobby Riggs in the famous Battle of the Sexes. Billie Jean King is the latest monarchy-themed sports name to go into our Hall of Fame. Queen Elizabeth, we're thinking about you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing it here. I'm her Ken Levick. I'm live know. on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> <laughs>
0: From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levicka Live on ESPN 106.3.
1: You're home for the NFL, Palm Beach County, Treasure Coast, right here. ESPN 106.3, Bills, Rams, get the season going. 8-20 tonight here on ESPN 106.3. Just a second, we're going to talk with Dr. James Ross, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. A little insight into Zach Wilson, Jets quarterback. Before that, though, and I want Dr. Ross to hear this because I have questions for him. Jameis Winston, Saints quarterback, who Jeanette can't get rid of today. He keeps coming up. She can't stand
3: the Saints. No. What are you? What are your thoughts on Jameis?
5: Did you not see him when he was with the Bucks?
3: Oh yeah, good call. I think I think it's more Dennis Allen haunting the Bucks than it is Jameis Winston. No,
5: first of all, the Saints have always, right. have always Dennis, haunted the Bucs. So then the, you're going to throw Jameis Winston in there on top of that?
3: I think Dennis Allen, the defensive coordinator, is the one who really has that Bucks number.
5: It was Drew Brees. Yeah. And we were like, once Drew Brees retired, I was like, yes, finally the Buccaneers can breathe. <laughs>
3: uh, uh, but then
1: Jameis is coming back looking for revenge. But yesterday he was talking about the body, and he had some interesting thoughts on the different joints. In the body, here is the the true, true medical mind, Jameis
3: Winston.
8: I need to work my ankles.
3: Uh, and you, you got certain things that are, we're, we're all like, It's our body is so symmetrical, right? You got you got your wrists, you know, and then you, what are your
8: wrists on the bottom half? Your ankles, you know, and you got your shoulders up top. What are your shoulders? Your hips, you know what I'm saying? You got your elbows. What are the elbows? Your knees, right? Like, you need so, the
3: reporter's so, answer.
8: <laughs> it's symmetrical and you just got to work different parts.
1: So, uh, again, in case you missed that, Jameis Winston, he made sure to diagram that, hey, your wrists on the bottom are your ankles, your shoulders on the bottom are your hips, and your elbows at the bottom are your knee. That is Jameis Winston. Now, a man who went to school to learn about these things in an in-depth way. I'm curious if he learned it like that. We'll call that the Jameis Winston theory. It's Dr. James Ross, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, joins us every week here on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, Dr. Ross, I'm curious, Jameis Winston, uh, he says, hey, the wrists, those are the top ankles. The shoulders, those are the top hips. The elbows, those are the knees on top. Uh, Is that how you learned it in school, Dr. Ross?
9: Uh, Not quite. (laughs) A little bit different. Uh, From a simplistic thought, though, I mean, he's kind of, somewhat on. I mean, if you look at the elbow and the knee, they're both kind of a hinge type joint, but structurally and anatom- anatomically they're extremely different.
1: Uh, so it doesn't quite
9: add up yet, but <laughs> but
1: but but, but Jameis, I, I do appreciate him, even though he clearly has no idea what he's talking about, throwing it out there, and he said it with such confidence that I almost uh, I feel like I'm just going to go with it uh, with, with him. Now, I do want to ask you, we're talking about wrists ankles, elbows, knees, shoulders, hips. Of those six, what is the the injury to a specific joint where you say to yourself, man, that is, that's the one that's probably going to give you the most problems, maybe the more difficult one to repair surgically, the one that might give you the longest rehab if we're going elbows, knees, wrists, ankles, shoulders, hips?
9: Well, I mean, if you look at the... There was actually a really awesome study that was done out of the NFL surveillance um, uh, injuries. So what they did was they looked at all the different injuries in the NFL that required surgery and tried to figure out which injury was the worst for having a prognosis about returning to play. And they actually showed that patellar tendon ruptures and quadriceps tendon ruptures, which are the tendons in your knees Mm -hmm. above and below the kneecaps, um, those ones, when they tear completely and undergo surgery, there's only a 50% chance of that athlete returning back to the NFL, mm-hmm. and that's the worst prognosis. So, and if we're talking football, NFL, high level athlete goes down with a patellar tendon or quad tendon rupture, that's not a good sign.
1: So as Jameis Winston would say, the bottom elbows, an injury to that is the most problematic uh, if uh, if you're an athlete. Dr. James Ross, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, here with us on Ken Levick Live. I want to talk about Zach Wilson uh, because we find out this week that the Jets' now second-year quarterback isn't even going to be available until week three, he suffered a knee injury early in the preseason, had arthroscopic knee surgery. And us as sports fans, we hear that a lot. Arthroscopic knee surgery. Could you sort of detail what exactly that procedure is?
9: Arthroscopic knee surgery is like any other arthroscopic treatment. So what that means, arthroscopy, is it's surgery that involves an arthroscope, which is a camera. So you can make a small incision that allows the ability to put this arthroscope, which is about the size of a pen, into any body part or any joint. could be the hip, could be the knee, could be the shoulder, could be the elbow, and it allows us to be able to do treatment. So usually we do two small incisions around the joint, sometimes a little bit more Mm because one of the incision has to be occupied by this camera, and then the other incision is used to put instruments in to do various things. So in the case of uh, Zach Wilson, um, it sounds like he had a meniscus tear that was treated with a meniscectomy, which is a partial removal of the meniscus in the area of the tear. Okay. So what that signifies is that his tear probably involved an inner edge of the meniscus where the blood supply is not great, and those things can't really heal even if you try to suture them or stitch them together. So we simply go in with an arthroscopy surgery and put the camera in one of the incisions and then the other incision uses like a biter and a shaver to essentially clean up that tear
0: um
1: man a biter and a shaver that is actually really cool (laughs) i i I love those names for surgical tools uh so i I, and this is just me being selfish and so um if it wastes anybody's time listening uh, that's your problem it's my show so i can do what i want um when i had my appendix taken out i had a laparoscopic procedure and there's a camera involved there and there's two incisions there. How is that different from arthroscopic?
9: It's actually super similar so the technology is about the same for the camera aspect, but the main difference between laparoscopy and arthroscopy is the way that we visualize um the joints or in your case the abdomen. Mm-hmm. So when general surgery uses laparoscopy, they actually use air or carbon dioxide to inflate the abdomen um, in order to see better. What we do in joints is we actually use fluid, uh, which is usually normal saline to inflate the joint. So it's just a little bit different. You know, there the laparoscopy uses air. We use, uh, we use fluid.
1: Uh, that actually, that's excellent. That, that clears up the whole thing for me. Now, one more thing here, Dr. Ross, and again, Dr. James Ross, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care joins us every week here on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, I think sometimes we hear arthroscopic procedure, arthroscopic surgery, and we think, oh, well, uh, that means that his went in and they, they came out and this guy's going to be ready to go sooner rather than later. But with Zach Wilson, we're not going to see him till week three, and this procedure was performed several weeks ago. Is that because, as you were detailing the meniscus, it's, it's a little bit tricky, especially where it may have been located where they had to repair
9: yeah, it, it's that. I mean, it depends on the severity of how big the tear is. But, you know, usually if someone has a um, an arthroscopy where they go in and kind of clean up the meniscus, it's usually about six weeks um, to return. I mean, tr- if you try to come back too early, three weeks, four weeks, usually end up, st- what happens is the knee just continues to be angry and swollen. Mm-hmm. So it is, even though it's minimally invasive, you got to still respect the joint that it underwent surgery. If you try to treat it too quickly and come back too fast, you end up potentially in this cycle of swelling that can sometimes actually make the recovery even slower than you were hoping. So, you know, usually when someone has a a knee arthroscopy with a meniscectomy, I'm shooting for around six weeks after surgery to return to play.
1: Well, Jets fans, here's the good news. You still have three more weeks until the soul-crushing interceptions come back your way. Uh, Dr. Ross, appreciate it as always. We'll talk to you next week. And in fact, I will talk to you Saturday for FAU in Southeastern Louisiana. Have a good rest of your week, brother.
9: You too. We'll see you then.
1: All right. That is Dr. James Ross, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Is joint pain affecting your quality of life? Well, at Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, their team is experienced in traditional joint replacement surgery as well as new, less invasive treatments with the goal of returning you to what you love as quickly as possible. Learn more by visiting baptishealth.net slash ortho today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptishealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptishealth.net slash ortho. Uh, what do you think, Jeanette? Should we do one more induction into our sports name-themed of course. Hall of Fame? Okay. Our, our sports figure, monarchy-themed name Hall of Fame here on Kent LeVick Alive. And again, Queen Elizabeth, she's not doing well. She's struggling. We think this might be it. We're not quite sure. So in her honor to try and ease her, we are honoring her by finding athletes and sports figures with monarchy-themed names and putting them into our Hall of Fame We've already honored Prince Fielder and Billie Jean King. The next inductee is Tayshawn Prince. <laughs> the Kentucky star, four time NBA all defensive <laughs> team and NBA champion in 2004. Tayshawn Prince in our sports figure monarchy theme named That's Hall of Fame. So
5: obscure, Ken.
1: Congrats, Tayshawn. This list is getting good. It is getting good. I can't help but think that this is going to push Queen Elizabeth through the end of the week. Oh, wow. She feels the vibes. She feels the vibes. The, the vibes.
3: vibes are immaculate right now. She knows that she's, she's
1: not ready yet.
3: She's got Billie Jean King on her side. She's yeah. got Prince Fielder. Yeah. She's got Tayshaun Prince. <laughs> no, here's what's happening. What more do
1: you need? Right. What's <laughs> well, happening more right now? She's, she's wow. at Balmoral Castle. And Prince Charles has walked in, and she's like, no, Charles, no. I need to find out who comes up next. How about a spot of tea? Good?
5: What time is it even in the U.K. in Scotland right now? I don't know.
1: I don't know. That's a great question. We should look that up. I don't know. It's 5.50 p.m. 5.50 p.m. Mm, So this would be a time for a spot of tea. (laughs) (laughs) If I know anything about England, it's at 5.50 (laughs) <laughs> you have a spot of tea. <laughs> Liz, hang in there. Liz. We got it. We got another one coming up. <laughs> we got another one coming up. You're not going to want to miss it. We're doing this for you, okay? We're thinking about you. Holla.
5: Did you just say Holland for <laughs> the queen?
1: It, <laughs> she's got bigger problems right now than that, okay? <laughs> That's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levesque. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
7: Oh, it it all, it all
0: From the Anajar and Levine studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBeca Live on ESPN 106.3. Bills, Rams,
1: football, 820 here tonight on ESPN 106.3. You know what this also means, however, is that, yes, football season has arrived, but also... Ken Levicka complains about how late primetime kickoffs are. Oh, no, 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 no! You have to get
5: over being old. It's now. complaining season. <laughs> baby. No, it's not. You it's... can get over yourself now. Hashtag whiny this season. This is our first regular season football game, I'm and you're to start complaining. I'm
1: gonna be a sleepy. Guy.
5: That's a your own personal issue. Get a life. Learn how to be an adult,
1: and don't be old. No, being an adult means you're asleep
3: by 8:45.
7: <laughs> right?
5: Man. No.
3: Don't tee him up for that. Yeah, come on, dude. <laughs>
5: No, absolutely not. I did forget not during football season. I
3: did forget though, and I just took a blow to my morale that whiny season is back. You and can't we will complain. Dead him. Dead oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, you, you, right? Because you were, you didn't remember.
3: Because it's been a while, but
1: you're right. Well, right. best
5: prepare for when NBA comes back and we get those 10 p.m. West Oh, uh,
1: I know, starts. I know. Hashtag whiny season, though. We're back. And,
3: uh, yeah, and we got 39 nationally televised Los Angeles Lakers games.
1: Uh, get
3: up for those. I'm going to watch about none of them. <laughs> I'm just going to
1: let Stone. Stone's going to give me a verbal recap of every Lakers game this no, year. No, that's
5: what he does, sending us messages at 3 o'clock right. in the morning about so, a tennis game.
1: All right, so this dude, this dude, Stone Labanowitz, uh he, he thinks he's John Mackinac. Row. okay oh so this guy doesn't miss a second of tennis especially when it's a a grand slam all right so he has been up for the u.s open and by up i mean super pumped and just up until all hours of the night okay so the 17 year old Jeanette. uh, (laughs) 19 i thought he was 17 17 is crazy 19 (laughs) sorry 19 year old carlos alcaraz yes sir uh he was in action last night who did he play yannick sinner okay yannick sinner uh, this was quarterfinals, men's side of the U.S. Open. Now, Carlos Alcaraz, he is like the the hot, new, young tennis
3: stud on the men's side. The Spaniard, right? Absolutely young Spaniard. If he actually wins and hoists the trophy, he'll be the world number one at 19 years old. That is sick. So, um,
1: he's a sensation. Now, you saw the video. You've seen Alcaraz. I'm just yes. curious. Young Spaniard hitting the ball. hitting the fuzzy ball. Yeah. Uh, is he someone that would catch your fancy?
5: After, yeah, he'd get a look, but I wouldn't go after it. Maybe after a couple drinks for sure. Okay, perfect,
3: perfect. I got a kick out of, you know, SportsCenter Instagram posted some of the highlights and all the comments were, wow, I got to start watching tennis now. Yeah. Oh, wow, actually, this well, is really badass. This is the
1: thing, is that like, he is flashy as hell. He's fun to watch. He plays to the crowd. Plays he's to the, he's crowd. the complete package. He mm. hit a behind-the-back shot last night. Uh, and then is able to run up to the net and uh, and uh, able to convert on a volley. And the crowd goes crazy, and he's looking up to the rafters, and he's pointing and doing the whole thing. He ends up winning in five sets. Okay, Five hours and 15 minutes. Five hours and 15 minutes was this match. And it ended roughly about 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. And so I wake up like Jeanette. I wake up at like, I don't know, 4.15 to pee or something, okay? No,
5: I, I was passed out, and I thought something was up. <laughs> like, I thought my friends were in danger or something. And nope, I was like, let me check nope. my phone, I guess. It was
1: just Stone texting us in our show group chat the highlight of Carlos Alcaraz and his behind-the-back shot. This guy never sleeps, and all he does... Is send us text messages about random things that he finds on Twitter
3: at 3 a.m. He's done it almost every night this week. They're all sports related most of the time. And I do want to pull up the tweet that I did send you guys from Bill Simmons because I tried tennis, obviously, footfall. You know, nobody wants to hear about it, nobody wants to watch it. But this is from <laughs> Bill Simmons. He said, Alcaraz Center equals an all timer. It was one of the best tennis matches of all time, excluding the big three. We'll always remember it. Not just the quality of the match in the late night piece, but felt like the arrival moment for Al Kraz, AKA LeBron 2007 Detroit. Like he's here. Like this is sports. What he did last night was what we see. You know the arrival of Patrick Mahomes, the arrival of LeBron James. Like they're very similar, the way they did it, the way the crowd takes to them, and just the quality and the level of the match. So winning the U.S. Open quarterfinal to Bill Simmons is the
1: same as LeBron James clinching the Eastern Conference Championship
3: for sure. Because at that time, LeBron was kind of just a mystery or a, a fad. And it was, it was like we can. Mystery. It was like we can get behind this kid. Was, like we're, we we wow. can't wait to see what he's gonna do, and that's kind of what we're doing here. The, the, the the over comparison, over this. the comparison is money, and I think it, it it shows respect to the sport that it ain't no, no slouch. No, I I
1: don't think I need Bill Simmons' validation on either. Carlos Alcaraz and I, mean, I think compared to LeBron anal- James. Anything, Yeah, I think, real yeah, I think that, yeah exactly, especially the NBA. The analogy is off. Okay, the analogy is he is here. You can I trust your tennis. Your tennis observations more than Bill Simmons. We'll put it that way. I mean, yeah. for sure. Okay? If you if you talk up Carlos Alcaraz and Josh backs it up, Josh Cohen, that I'm fine with it. That's good enough for me. I don't need Bill Simmons. And also, how old were you in 2007 when LeBron had his coming out game against Detroit? Nine. Exactly. Nine so years I don't old. need you speaking on or, tr- or yeah, yeah, booger eater stone at that point. You're I don't. Great. I don't need you to to try <laughs> and back eater. up a bad Bill Simmons analogy with something that happened when you were nine years
3: old.
5: Yeah, that's why I messaged in my response to him. Uh-huh.
3: Go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> the, get some sleep. The blurry 2007 Detroit Pistons highlights that I watch with LeBron James—I've seen them a hundred times—are some of my favorite highlights I've ever watched. But I think if you haven't watched any of this match cool. or don't even care, you should. <laughs> Try to get some eyes on it. Try to pay attention. Okay, it's I, worthy.
1: I'm not. I'm not
3: fighting you on Alcaraz I know good. you're not. No, I. I you're saying this
5: very personally. Like, I, I
3: just think that it should. You better be, watch it. I think it should be the pushed. Highlights I highlights are my favorite. I mean, we're sitting here. <laughs> it was literally one of the greatest sporting moments we've had in the 2020s in the past 10 years, and I'm, we're on ESPN Radio. So yeah, I'm personal and I'm pushing it. I think that is something that we all should have seen or go back and watch.
1: All right, here I'll help you. If you missed Carlos Alcaraz's behind the back shot last night, it's all over Twitter. Okay? Go watch and search his name. It's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. It's right up there with the Roger Federer winner in the U.S. Open quarterfinals against Novak Djokovic 12, 13, 14 years ago. Uh, This is right up there. Okay? Good.
3: Good. Good. You
5: Brazel.
3: feel better, Stone? I, I feel great. I always felt great. So, I mean, Waking up in the morning after was like Christmas morning. I was like, wow, I got to experience that last night. This also was not even close
1: to LeBron's performance against the Pistons in the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> Time now to induct another athlete with a monarchy-themed name into our Hall of Fame in honor of the great Queen Elizabeth, age 96, who apparently is having some trouble. Her family is by her side in Scotland Balmoral Castle there is fear that she might be heading to the pearly gates Are you crying No no I actually wow, have a little deep No Smith. I know
3: I have a uh, stuffy <laughs> nose Yeah for actually. listeners it was like whoa Yeah, um, wow You never know
1: I do appreciate Queen Elizabeth Did you know <laughs> That Queen Elizabeth she has a bunch of corgis, dogs, right? Yes. Corgi dogs. There's,
5: aren't they corgis, not corgis? Is it
1: corgi or corgi? <laughs> it's corgi. totally corgi. Oh, corgi. Wow. My bad. Corgi. Um, I only own either. big dogs says, I'm a big dog. I got that dog in me. Um,
5: <laughs> the dogs are bigger than you.
1: <laughs> but They are bigger <laughs> than me, I know. But these corgis, she used to breed them. And then she, in 2015, there was a report that she told the people that bred her corgis... To stop breeding them because she doesn't want to leave dogs behind when she dies. She didn't want dogs to outlive her. And there is there's some confusion about what's going to happen to the corgis that she currently lives with once she passes. Whether it be today or once she hears our Hall of Fame segment that we're doing for her <laughs> like, September, uh, like October.
5: She's going to hold them there, man.
1: Yeah. We're doing this for her. We're trying to lift her spirits. Um, but what are they going to do? Just like... Drown the corgis Like she said no, Like I don't want them To outlive not. me like, what, I don't know I don't know I don't know what that well, means we'll see
5: what the Stupid Charles Whatever his name is
1: Prince Charles Whatever Prince, Show reverence to him He's part of the royal family No he
5: cheated on Diana Absolutely not He's probably the one Who got her killed In the
1: first place As Stone said Sometimes that's just The way the cookie crumbles That was <laughs> his That was his Diana royal like family that. analysis Who are we inducting <laughs> Cookie crumbles who? Oh yeah 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 You're right The newest inductee into the monarchy-themed name Sports Figure Hall of Fame in honor of the great Queen Elizabeth, age 96, is Earl Anthony. Who is that? 43 wins on the Professional Bowling Association Tour. Earl Anthony, 43 PBA Tour wins. A Bowling Hall of Famer and once called the Undisputed King of Bowling. (laughs) Congratulations to Earl Anthony.
5: The timing with that with the music was pristine. That I'll was meant what. to be. I was gonna make fun of Earl Anthony, but that oh, was this. I know the vibes were strong with that
1: one, man. Liz, I'm doing this for you. It's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levica. I'm live on ESPN
0: 1063. Ladies and
8: gentlemen, let's put our hands together
0: for this shit. From the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica live on ESPN 1063. So
1: what we're gonna do since This is Jeanette's last day of the week on the show. This is Stone's last day of the week on the show. It'll be me and Theo tomorrow. Every week, we're going to make picks for our team. We're going to pick our team's game that week during the NFL season. So for Jeanette, obviously, it's Tampa and the Cowboys, right? That's week one? Yes. Okay. So Jeanette, by the end of today, is going to pick who she believes against the spread... It's going to come out on top, the Bucs or the Cowboys. Uh, Theo will obviously tomorrow pick the Chiefs. I'll pick the Dolphins tomorrow. Now, Stone doesn't really have a team. He doesn't have a team, per se. He's more drawn to the most mediocre of quarterbacks. And so what Stone's going to do is he is just going to, at least for now pick the games featuring Baker Mayfield. Ooh-wee. So I suppose for now he's picking the Panthers until Sam Darnold takes over that starting role, and then we'll find another mediocre quarterback. I'm sure he'll be picking Commander's games with Carson Wentz. If Carson Wentz's ribs haven't been shattered by that time because he's made of porcelain. Love okay? that for
5: you, Stone. Yeah, yeah you guys
1: are lucky Love I that. didn't
3: draft Carson Wentz first overall last night, too. I was definitely thinking about it.
1: Stone at Lebanowitz in a fantasy draft. <sighs> he drafted in last night with people that, that – Presumably respect him and what he does in the public uh, space, the public realm. Uh, listening to this show, he picked Baker Mayfield with his number one overall pick in a in a a fantasy draft. Number one or number two? Very but first what? overall. Very fir- Very.
5: My neck nearly snapped because we were in the same room. Wait, that
1: was the very first overall pick too. Not just your first pick, but everyone's
3: first pick. Everyone's yes. first pick.
5: <laughs> My neck nearly snapped.
3: So, so if I could
7: if
5: I
3: could give a little backstory. <laughs> oh, I for-
1: please! Do. Uh, I forgot.
5: I don't think to- the backstory. Can yeah, that's not gonna. <laughs>
3: right There's now. no yeah. backstory that's going to justify that. I forgot to randomize the order, right? So, twelve-team league. Typically, an hour before the draft, the draft order gets shuffled around, and it just spits out, and you get your place where you're gonna draft. Well, I didn't do that, and I wasn't gonna be the commissioner, the corrupt commissioner, with the first overall pick drafting Jonathan Taylor. So I was thinking, I was like, you know, I'm not going to do this to the league. I don't want to be that guy. If I go on to win, they're going to be like, you know, he cheated. He obviously got Jonathan Taylor. So I was like, you know what? I don't want Jonathan Taylor anyway. I want Baker Mayfield. I want somebody who can produce big, prolific numbers.
5: I like how you're laughing yeah. at yourself <laughs> while yeah, you right. You can't even this.
3: keep a straight face. And Jeff was right. This is not helping at
1: all. In fact, it's making it worse. It is making it worse. First overall pick. Like, I got crap for taking... Um, I got crap for taking uh, Josh Allen in yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean you It's took, not
3: smart. Yeah, you can't, I took Josh you, Allen in the fourth round. <laughs> yeah, you, Ooh, cool for you. you <laughs> I'm just more strategic than <laughs> you. You. Can't, dra- <laughs> you can't draft quarterbacks early. It's a big no-no. Well, big I'm, no-no.
5: I am very happy about I was kind of nervous about my second team in this league with y'all. But I'm feeling pretty confident yeah. now. Thank you.
3: Now,
1: inevitably, though, here's what's going to happen. Here's the problem with me when it comes to traditional fantasy. Okay. Oh, we already, I
5: already know. Is he
1: building excuses I before Steve
3: even uh-huh, starts? Uh-huh. I completely forget to set lineups. That and do we're that not going to let you. That's
5: a, yeah, no, I'm going to let him. <laughs> Especially if I'm going to get my No, hold out, him. but we
3: there's, punish, there's punishment for last place that we did say we were going to come up with. But this is why I have
1: finally found a fantasy. That works better for me. Fantasy football that works better <laughs> yes, for me. Fantasy okay? football, yes. Um, fantasy football that works better for me. Let me let me clarify that. I have fantasies. This is the fantasy football that works best for You're me. You're digging yourself in a hole. Uh-huh. Just continue. Because... You draft before the season, and then you don't touch it at all the rest of the year, and you ride with the lineup you have, and that is underdog fantasy. Underdog fantasy is what this guy plays because this guy, Ken Levicka, he's out of plane a lot during the football season. Saturday night, let me just give you an example. A couple of weeks, FAU goes to Purdue, Okay playing an evening game in West Lafayette, okay? Play that game. It ends around 9.30. You drive all the way into Indianapolis. You get on a plane. You come back home. Now, I'm not getting home till like 3.30, 4, 4.30 in the morning, okay? I'm sleepy. It's sleepy time. Sleepy Ken. I need to get my rest, okay? I've been working hard. I've been, I've been running hard. I've been grinding, trying to provide for my family. The last thing I'm going to remember is to set my fantasy lineup before the 1 o'clock games, okay? With underdog fantasy, I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to worry about that. It's set for for me, What I can do is tune into the games at 1 o'clock and I'm watching my fantasy team keeping track of my points with my fantasy team. That's the kind of fantasy I like. That's underdog fantasy. If you go to underdogfantasy.com right now, you can register to be a part of a fantasy league. You can play with your friends. You could play with strangers. Uh, but what they're going to do... At Underdog Fantasy is they are going to double your deposit up to a hundred dollars right now. If you use the promo code West Palm, go to underdogfantasy.com right now, download the underdog fantasy app. And they will double, Underdog Fantasy will double your deposit up to $100 now. It's my type of fantasy. It's the most fun type of fantasy for me. You're going to absolutely love it. Use the promo code West Palm, all one word, at Underdog Fantasy and get to playing. That's Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com. All right. Uh, Tom Brady, let's discuss, please. Okay? Of course. Uh, yesterday, you were, how do, I, how do I put this, Jeanette? You were disgruntled. Over what you heard at 11.55 from Evan Cohen.
5: Absolutely. You
1: hear him every day, 11.55? I thought
5: we were Tom Brady buddies.
1: And 5.55 here on ESPN 1063. Brady buddies? Yes. Brady buddies. Double B? Double Bs. Uh, double B. This <laughs> club we do not want to be a part of. No, I don't want to be a Brady buddy. Uh-uh. No, I'm... <laughs> Hell no. I'm, uh... It's pretty
5: elite, so you guys can't join.
1: Uh, what would Tua be? Uh... TT? Yeah, but what's the T? The Tua team. Tua team, there you go, perfect. That was nice and simple. We're, yeah, B. we're part of the Tua team. She's a Brady buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> double B. We're double T. Uh, so that was stupid. Evan yesterday <laughs> had the following at eleven fifty five.
8: Following
1: and yeah. and Jeanette was unhappy. She was she was swearing. She was gnashing her teeth. There was a little bit of sweat. I don't know what that was, but she was not happy. This is Evan yesterday on Tom Brady. <laughs>
2: It, would not, it su- would not surprise me for the upcoming NFL season if literally starting in week two or three until the trade deadline, every single week, every single week, there will be trade rumors surrounding Tom Brady. Oh. And that I am not 100% sure if he's going to finish the season as a member of the Tampa Bay. Oh, God. This is not reporting. This is not inside information. This is just years of loving the patriots loving brady loving belichick and kind of reading some tea leaves would it shock you if maybe the tampa bay buccaneers this year were just all right they're okay you know not super bowl contenders necessarily even though every team that tom brady's on i would say is a super bowl contender but you get what i'm saying because of all the other things around them that maybe they're just okay and that maybe there could be some QB struggles in different places. Maybe there could be potentially QB injuries. I'm not rooting for that. But maybe there are some things that maybe possibly go on. And you're thinking, hmm, if the Bucs are just okay, and Brady really is in his final year in the NFL, he probably wants to go out with the ring. Is there a spot to do it? San Francisco just brought back Jimmy G. Maybe they're not in love with Trey Lance. We know that the Dolphins have had an interest in Tom Brady. I'm just saying, would it shock you He's
7: just if saying Tom Brady tonight?
2: somehow, someway did not finish this year with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that maybe he ended up on another team by the end of the season to try to win it all if the Bucs are not sufficient around him?
1: Oof. That, in the industry, they call juicy.
5: Yeah.
3: Doesn't sound like a BB to me. No, that's not a BB. That's more... C-
5: we don't have a show together, he can just run around and say obscure, stupid oh, things. Man,
3: that is not the
1: behavior of a BB, a double B.
5: No, he's out of the circle, <laughs> uh-huh. he's on the line of the circle. I understand in terms of strategy, Bucks, like sure, if Tom Brady, if they were to trade, we better get something on the line. And I say that with a pun. Offensive line, mm-hmm. defensive. Mike from Wellington earlier had a mm-hmm. great point that we lost a lot of pieces. Ryan Jensen being out, for example, it hurts a little bit.
1: Yeah. But like the offensive line for the Bucks is basically going to be like five secondary. bags of packing peanuts. Exactly. <laughs> no
3: Tristan worth <Wirfs laughs> early on.
1: No.
5: no stop. So, but it hurts. I don't think Tom Brady is a quitter. I think he will finish the season. I still think okay. the reason why he joined the Bucks originally is still there. Um, we still got Evans, we still got Godwin, pretty excited about all of those, mm-hmm. but I don't agree with Evan at all.
1: So, I think it's pretty far-fetched, I would agree with you, but this goes back to the point that you were making earlier when we were going through our NFC, Super Bowl or bust, Super Bowl sleeper disappointment team, and you said the Bucks are Super Bowl or bust largely because this is the last year of the window.
5: It's all about timing, and if the Bucks want to capitalize on that... It
1: has to happen now.
5: Exactly. Yeah,
1: because Brady, this, this is really feeling like it's his last year. And what reinforces that is something that Jeanette showed me in the break, and you know that you're on hard times, Daddy, when Tom Brady is the lead story in People Magazine, and then on Sports Talk Radio, you're referencing People Magazine to make a point about why this is the final year that Tom Brady's going to play. Oh, Jeanette, what does People Magazine have to say about Tom Brady? The headline, mm-hmm.
5: Giselle Bundchen currently not set to attend Tom Brady's first game. Quote, nothing is in place. Nothing is in place for her to be here for the first regular season game, and that seems weird, a source tells people.
1: I tell you what, Giselle might not be a double B either. Ooh. She might not be a Brady buddy right now. Well,
5: Tom Brady can come over here and sit on my lap. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> Tom Brady can come.
1: <laughs> Please save that. Tom Brady can come over here and sit on my lap, says Jeanette Javier, sports talk radio host in a top 50 market. <laughs>
3: oh, I love that. Um,
5: if I'm the only one in the Tom Brady circle, in the BB circle, though. The then... BB.
3: Hey, she is a tried and true double B. There are plenty of people in the BB circle. I don't know where the basis of the entire take was. Like, for somebody who does spew Patriot way, loves the Patriots, loves Bill Belichick, this just goes against everything Tom Brady stands for. Well, like, the vacation was enough for us. Like, that was like, whoa, this is uncharacteristic. But to just be flip-flopping teams like like LeBron well, James. Well, you know what like, Evan
1: hopes. Come on. You know what Evan hopes. Yeah, he comes back that Mac Jones gets hurt and the Patriots trade for Brady. Just that, Not, that's he, the stupidest he thing. He doesn't that, want Mac to get hurt, but if something
3: were to happen to Mac Jones the Patriots would trade for Brady and run it back one more time. I don't think Bill Belichick wants anything to do with Tom Brady right now. I don't think anybody in that New England organization does. And I don't think many other... I think, no, they all miss Brady. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I think it's pretty clear. When you well, downgrade to Mac
3: Jones... Yeah, I mean, congratulations. Now, I hate to pull this card, but you're talking about a Patriots team who just went to the playoffs. Like, I'm sure they think things are good over there. Like, they're a playoff team. Like I hate Well, to you say also
5: it. just love mediocre quarterbacks and will defend well, them. I was going mean, to that's that, what's
3: happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Mac started. Jones stinks, and I, I will say it, you know, five days a week. I, I don't mind, but they're a playoff football team in the NFL. I mean, I don't think they're asking for another quarterback or are looking elsewhere for anything. But I think it's now
1: appropriate to ask the question... In the spirit of what's happening with Queen Elizabeth, and again, Queen, we're watching you holla. Yes, Queen. Okay? There's a lot of talk now about who the heir apparent to Queen Elizabeth is going to be, and it's Prince Charles. Stupid! That's who's coming up next.
5: Unacceptable! Too old!
1: I think it's It's time to talk about who is Tom Brady's quarterback heir apparent. Cheater! Who, who is the heir apparent heir apparent? to quarterback face in the NFL once Tom Brady walks away because it seems sooner rather than later. This is happening now, sort of like, well, Queen Elizabeth. Who is Tom Brady's quarterback heir apparent? Is it Aaron Rodgers? Because I'd make the point, like you said, Stone, Prince Charles, the dude's 73 years old. Who knows? He's in the death realm. Right now, so he takes the throne. He could be there for for two years, and then it's time to go get another king.
5: And but, karma hits hard, and I hope karma but, gets and Jeanette's rooting
3: a for that. Yes, but can an enemy slash rival be an heir apparent? Yes, you were talking about face quarterback face of the NFL. Yes, quarterback who ascends to the level of
1: is on all the promotional posters. Is on all of the marketing tools, all of those mm-hmm. things. MVP.
3: Yeah. So, are, oh, oh, are going, oh, oh. Uh, well, MVP. I was talking about
1: Aaron Rodgers. But Aaron Rodgers is is almost in retirement. Football death. Like Prince Charles, he's going to head to the throne, but how long does he have? I think a lot of England wants Prince William, fresh-faced young guy who's lost a lot of hair in the last couple of years. And Prince William, I feel you. I know, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you, bro.
3: Yeah, yeah, we share that connection with Prince William. Prince William, I
1: don't have. Hey, call me up if you need to talk through it. Okay, I feel you. They're all listening
5: right now. Holla,
1: holla, holla, Prince William, Liz, hang in there. (laughs) So I, I just for me, I don't think it can be Aaron Rodgers. No way. Because he's going the Prince Charles route. He's too old. Too old. He's not going to have enough time to build that marketing legacy, that face legacy. That's where I go to Patrick Mahomes. He's the complete package. He's a great quarterback. He's got that young, young look to him, right? He's fun and exciting. I think you pass the torch to him. Like in England... Once the queen dies, and they have their every year, they have their their new England team programs, right? <laughs>
4: exactly what. It's okay, meant, yes. so
1: the queen, the queen's not on the cover of the program anymore. Okay, it's not what you're buying when you're going to Buckingham Palace or Big Ben, uh, but when they're at game programs, <laughs> England, England, 2023, England, the game programs. I think Englanders they'd rather see the English, they'd rather see Prince William over Prince Charles. They want that to be the
3: face of the country, right? No doubt about it.
1: Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. That's the analogy. Really weird royal family NFL quarterback analogy that I'm trying to make.
3: It's funny, you brought up Pass the Torch and it hit me like, hey, if Patrick Mahomes would have beat Tom Brady in that Super Bowl, maybe Tom would have gone out, maybe he would have retired fully there, and Mm -hmm. he would have officially passed the torch to him. I think I agree with you, Patrick Mahomes has got to be the default answer. I think Patrick Mahomes is the Prince William of the NFL continuously the favorite to go to the Super Bowl or at least win the division. Now, I wonder, though, there might be a Herbert. There might be no. a... a mm-hmm. I'd put a, let's, Josh Allen
5: before Herbert. Let's talk oh, about it. Oh, that's a
3: good one. i put Josh Allen before Herbert, but I think we can have the conversation. Right? Let's talk about it, yeah, um, because we can definitely have that conversation. It's too it's too early to have the Herbert face the league conversation, right? This kid hasn't even participated in a playoff game. That's but true. we can still have a conversation about it because he's got the tools and the ceiling is way, way high.
1: Who is Brady's heir apparent? Like Prince Charles to Queen Elizabeth, who as far <laughs> as we're concerned, not dead yet... Who is Brady's heir apparent as face of the NFL QBs? Is it Aaron Rodgers or is it Mahomes? Is it a Justin Herbert? Maybe Russell Wilson's involved. Jeanette threw out a Josh Allen. Who is it? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. You want to know why? Many people think Queen Elizabeth might already be dead. Other than her entire family going to Scotland to see her, is this Twitter? Um, is this based off of Twitter?
3: No, 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 no. It's,
1: there is a protocol in place called Operation London Bridge that has been in place since the 60s. Oh, What's it's going not to for happen? Uh, no, no. What <laughs> oh, it's the, going down? What what the what happens when the Queen dies? Okay, so what happens is all the BBC presenters—that's the major television network in England—they all put on black suits and Black Ties. Um, and also, there's four BBC channels. The three, BBC 2, 3, and 4, shut down, and BBC 1 just simulcasts everything. And that apparently is already started. So that's why they think that the Queen might be dead, because the BBC has been notified that they're part of Operation London Bridge, set forth by the government, has already been, um, begun to be executed. Mm-hmm. Pun intended? No, no, no. There's no execution. I mean, like, the, the act. Um, no, but death. But uh, I did read that Prince Charles is going to change his name um, once he becomes king to another kingly name because the a last while the, well, the last King Charles did get executed. Things got a little stabby in England, so he's well, trying to. He's a to,
5: cheater and he's a terrible person, so he's
1: trying name. to buck the trend. So, who is the heir apparent to Tom Brady? Who is the NFL quarterback face heir apparent to Tom Brady? Much like Prince Charles is the heir apparent to Queen Elizabeth. Stay strong, girl. Can you say two? Eight
5: eighty eight seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six
1: six 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 six
8: six 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 six
5: six 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 six
8: six 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 six
5: six 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 six
8: six 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 six
1: six 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 six
8: six 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 888-760-3776. At us, at KLV1063. Hey, it's how the cookie crumbles. Leo is in Riviera Beach. Leo's on Ken Levic alive. What's up, Leo? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call, and, and thanks for preemptively taking second, third, and fourth in the fantasy football league, oh, because I'll be taking first. Leo's talking all and <laughs> The dude who left midway through the draft. Are you even that serious, bro? Ooh. I got my starting lineup. That's all I needed. I was like, I don't need any. I'm, I'm mad that I'm mad that two Jets players got auto drafted to my team because I I have a commitment to never ever drafting Jets players as a Dolphins fan, no, no matter no, how I was good they you are. For dipping midway through the draft, but that's not my problem. Taking that early <laughs> out. Taking that early out. But I just want to say I feel so vindicated now about my Tom Brady um, point that he may retire midway through the season because if Evan Cohen. Is the biggest Brady fan ever? The biggest Brady and lover he's going ever? Full conspiracy theory, like tinfoil hat. Now, then I must be the biggest Brady hater ever. Yeah. And you know, there's a thin line between love and hate, baby. So when we both come up with similar theories <laughs> about me saying Tom Brady wants to retire midway through the season, he's saying Tom Brady won't be on the Bucks through the season. Woo! I was so happy to call in on that one. But I do think the heir apparent is going to be catch up, Patrick Mahomes. Or if Tua ever shows out and is MVP worthy, I think Tua will be uh, the heir apparent of the face of the NFL just because t- players like Troy Palamalu, Junior Seau, Eloti <sighs> Nada, all the Samoan players get mad love when they're good. So I can't wait till Tua gets good and then everybody in, from ESPN all the way down will, will be in love with Tua. Amen, Leo. I never will
5: be in love with Tua, just an FYI. Actually. I mean, I
1: will, and I love Leo and I love Tua, but the odds of that happening are. Um... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. That's exactly right. Um, face, face of the League, Tua tongue of uh, Yeah. Um... <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Y'all. Um, by the way, did you know that because the queen looks like she's going to kick the bucket in ham? In Scotland, Stone just threw a pen
5: at Ken after that
1: statement. That they, what they do at Balmoral Castle is they're going to put a black envelope on the gates of Balmoral Castle to announce her death, and then she's going to stay in Scotland for six days. Uh, she's going to lie in state there um, because she's not in London, and then they're going to they're going to put her on a train. Like not proper in a seat, but in her like casket, they're gonna right. put her uh, on the train, and they're going to they're gonna roll her into London, and then she's gonna lie in state there. Okay, and then have the funeral, and then uh, they will bury her. I have a question about the envelope.
3: Yeah, you know, how did they yeah. come up in the story? What do they say about it? Like, in, uh, in it's just fans? gonna be an announcement. No, 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 no. It's, it's
1: just gonna be an announcement. You don't sign it or anything. <laughs> it's not, it's not like the Oscars where. And the latest death is. Queen
3: Elizabeth. No, it's not that. I just it's thought, like they no, hang it on I, the I just gate. I Thought you could write your condolences and then put them in the envelope. You know. No, like, no, 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 no.
1: Okay. This is just an announcement, right?
3: Okay.
5: Okay. Is there a live feed in front of Buckingham right now? Uh, I, I think.
1: It. I think the BBC absolutely. The I'm BBC, sure I'm that start there's live. Like, yeah. Um, Kevin is in Lake Worth. <laughs> Kevin's on Ken Levick alive. What's up, Kev? How we doing? Good, What's man. Up? All right. So j- just like you are
6: comparing it to the royal family, I will compare the NFL. Quarterbacks to the royal family. (laughs) Now, everybody talks about Charles and Uh William, but Uh we all know who the favorite of the royal family is. That's Prince Harry. You know, he's cool. doesn't really care about what's going on. He just goes about his life. He marries actresses, and he just just has a good time. He's like turning his back on the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? That's Joe Burrow. Joe Cool. (laughs) Mm. Mm. He plays games. (laughs) Win ball games. Uh Not really care about anything. He can get whatever he
1: wants. I like that.
6: So Joe Burrow is going to be free of the NFL. Just go out, win games, be cool, smoke a cigar, win or lose, hit on reporters. I love the
1: guy. Man, that is actually an outstanding. And, Kevin, I appreciate the call. Kevin says that Joe Burrow is the Prince Harry of the NFL.
5: Love it. Really
1: accurate. Prince Harry has really been shunned by the royal family, though. That's the thing.
3: Like, Joe Burrow hasn't been shunned by the NFL, but I get the comparison. I understand the comparison. Yeah, too cool for school kind of things. Like, I don't need to be involved. I don't need to do the things the way you guys do. Yeah. Now, It's a problem that he's in the AFC with Patrick Mahomes because if that becomes kind of a hurdle or an obstacle that he can't get over, then he won't become the face. But if he can take down Patty Mahomes consistently, he will become the face of the NFL. Now, this is why I think
1: Patrick Mahomes, if we're going to play this game, Patrick Mahomes is indeed the Prince William of NFL quarterbacks. Okay? Because I think he's the favored son. He's the favored son in this royal family equation. And according to those in the royal family, a problematic brother. They don't like Prince Harry anymore. They have problems with Prince Harry, and nobody likes Patrick Mahomes' brother. <laughs> now, let's see somebody oh top my that. Gosh. Char-
3: Let's I mean, see that, somebody top if we're that. doing analogies with NFL quarterbacks in the royal family, I think I just nailed that. Yeah, no matter how bad that actually was, I think it was better than the fact that uh, Evan Cohen claiming that Tom Brady's going to retire midway through the season. So yeah. I can get down with that one all day long. Yeah.
5: Can you guys prepare a care package for me if that does happen, by the way? For
3: Queen Elizabeth or for you? For me. Oh. It was, I was retires?
5: saying it might be a little
1: too late for a care package <laughs> for Queen Elizabeth. I would, like, chocolate. probably been useful like two weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> Matt is in Stewart. Matt's on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Matt. What's happening, guys? What's going on, brother? Hola. I'm gonna.
6: I'm ganging up on you with Kevin because it's hand down Joe Burrow.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
6: that's a good one. I mean, Burrow. Burrow's got the look. Mm-hmm. He slayed Mahomes after coming back from mm-hmm. knee surgery last year twice within a month. That's a good call. And, and he also was black sheeped by Ohio State.
3: Sure. Oh yeah. Had,
6: had to go had to go down south to LSU to show everybody what was up and uh ah see
1: that's expanding got on that. the comparison that's good you're you're using kevin's example and you've expanded on it that's excellent and he's got that flick like aaron
6: rodgers does so he's like rodgers without the age i mean this is this is our
1: face right here that is a great great call appreciate the call the heir apparent, Joe Burrow. It's I, I'm actually believing, and I don't know why I passed him over at first, but Joe Burrow.
5: He seems still pretty new.
1: Kind of. That's the thing. he spent
5: one year in injury, and then he wants to come back and yeah. play phenomenally.
1: Yeah, no, that's a great call. That's a great call. I like that, though. Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes. I
5: would I think, put Joe Burrow over Josh Allen.
3: I think, okay. uh, I think it's uh, time to go to break and come back with some uh, breaking uh, news, possibly. About the Queen?
1: That's all I care about, to be honest.
3: About the Queen. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: uh, uh, well, let's let's just go ahead. We said that this was going to be your source for breaking Queen news. Ken Levick alive. Breaking news presented by St. Lucie Tire and Battery. The Queen is dead. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Sunshine.
8: I'll
0: be there. I right. good From the Anajar and Levine studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Jeanette is out and about this
1: weekend. You can go see her in person, watch football, and just hang out. Jeanette, please give us details.
5: Actually, it's going to be my first time hanging out in Jupiter, and I'm pretty freaking excited. Oh,
1: about Jeanette brings her road tour to Jupiter. <laughs> Stop.
5: Uh, <laughs> use your skills to compete in the Bud Light football face-off. You can win a Bud Light Ultimate Tailgate package, including a cooler, beer, Bluetooth speaker, Bud Light Tailgate power system, and Mucho Mas, which means more in Spanish, Sunday, September 11th at Twisted Tuna in Jupiter from 4 to 6 p.m. Do what I love to do. Come play games, drink beer, and watch football. Must be 21 and over. For official rules, visit ESPNWestPalmContest.com. Brought to you by Southern Eagle, who reminds you to drink responsibly
1: in case you're just joining us we broke the news moments ago that queen elizabeth has passed she is dead at the age of 96 and cnn is now reporting that charles is now officially king of england
5: cheater cheater so that
1: oh. uh so so that has already taken place Stupid. there will be a formal uh, ceremony as always uh to to crown Uh, the king, who, again, it appears as if he will change that name. He will not be King Charles. He will be a king with another name. Cheater. But Queen Elizabeth is dead. And I thought it would be appropriate, and I I just feel like this is a celebration of life now for Liz, okay? (laughs) This is what we're doing. Our girl had a great run, longest-serving monarch in history, and I think the only way to properly honor her from a musical standpoint, it's obvious. I mean, go ahead, Stone. Let's just make sure that... Thank you. What a... What better way is there to play out the Queen than with Queen?
5: They are an English band? Right. They are from the UK. I mean it's in the
1: name. Um
5: Was Freddie Mercury Knighted?
1: I don't know. That's a great question. Let's look that up.
5: Because it wouldn't surprise me, he's obviously one of the most iconic
1: rock frontmen of all time. Yeah. Freddie Mercury I don't know I wonder if he would have been knighted once he got sick that's a good question
5: he was never knighted
1: no oh well, that's a miss that is a miss one of the few few regrets of Queen Elizabeth I'm sure
5: actually so she's quoted as saying that really today would have I just been made Freddie. that up no today had have been uh, Freddie Mercury's birthday one doesn't have many regrets in life not knighting Freddie Mercury's one of
1: them. Wow. In 2014. Oh, wow! Wow! I mean, I I just made that up, and it turns out. I mean, she got it. All right. Good.
5: Well, now they're together.
1: Yeah. Yes, they are. Uh. So. So Charles is the king now. Pretty Mercury,
3: who's probably addicted to drugs, doing all the bad things that a rocker does. Yeah, they're they were. They both enjoyed
5: their life. That's what that means. They're hanging yeah.
3: out in heaven up there. Yeah. Um.
1: So, corgis, walk out. Watch out. I don't know what's happening to you right now. <laughs>
5: And I don't know yeah, y'all, y'all ain't
1: making that train ride Corgis I have no idea what's about to happen to you So stay woke um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Also too uh, Like I said there's going to be a formal ceremony There's going to be a funeral There's going to be a prof- uh, procession That entire thing uh, The BBC now goes They have. Did you know the BBC has put together 11 days of programming They've had it ready for for 20 years 11 days of programming to
3: honor the queen. They've just had it ready to go. Wow. In the holster. Mm, those, so, that's, those are some of my favorite. I, I hate to compare it to sports, but those are some of my favorite, you know, docuseries. Like I the Michael Jordan one, the mm-hmm. Tom Brady. Just when they, And the LeBron James ready is going to be go. crazy. When they compile these things, yes. you just know it's going to be yes. good. You
5: know what's more offensive? <laughs> Camilla's not queen.
3: She's not queen.
1: She's just, she She doesn't have, She'll. she's incapable of. of holding that title.
5: She ate Diana.
1: No, but she is the wife to the king now. But she is not queen.
5: Should have been Diana.
1: Uh, by the way, could you play God Save the Queen real quick, the, the, the national anthem of Britain? Now, if I were British, I would just want this to be the national anthem. But I'm not, and I have no pull over there. But here is God Save the Queen. So you realize now for your entire your entire, um, lifespans, you, Jeanette, you stone absolutely everybody who is in our ESPN West Palm offices, all of our teammates, the vast majority of all of you who are listening to this show right now, the name of this song, the national anthem of Britain, has been God Save the Queen. Guess what? That's not the name of the song anymore. It is now officially God Save the King. That's a fact.
3: I was going to say this is a Ken Lavica
1: fact. No, or? no, no. This is an absolute fact. The name of the song is no longer "God Save the Queen." It is now "God Save the King." That now that Charles is king, that has
3: uh, that has been adjusted. So you got to get the same orchestra, the same symphony in there to remake the song. Yes, yes, <clears throat> love it. The, the lyric automatically
1: changes once there's no longer a queen on the throne. Wow. There has been since 1953. This has been the song. Now, no longer. How about that? We're just giving the people what they need today. I they, know some stuff. Take that one home from work. Yeah. So again, the English equivalent of Aaron Rodgers is now the king of England. It's Charles. Age seventy-three ascends to the throne. Cheater. At what point was he like? My God, how long is this going to
3: take? I'm not getting any
1: younger. He was
3: happy at like 62 years old. He's yeah. like, I'm getting close. Yeah, I'm yeah, getting close. At 60,
1: he's like, all right, I feel like I'm in my no, king was- prime. And then he's like, good <laughs> Lord, man. I'm 68. I'm 70. It's probably when the queen's husband died, I think, last year. Yeah, yeah, That yeah, the yeah. cheater was like,
5: uh-oh.
3: The cheater. Now's That's my, what he is. Now's my time.
5: He cheated on Diana. Probably he's the one who set up the whole plot with the car and the paparazzi. Oh,
3: don't go conspiracy oh, theory I am. Here. You're just going after some 73-year-old man.
5: Well, people go after Biden all the time. I can go after this guy.
1: (laughs) Biden actually has power. I don't know what. Again, like I said, the royal family, they open train stations. Obviously, he has power. They open train stations, and they show up at festivals. He
5: got Diana killed.
3: No, we, had a conver- we, we had a conversation a few months ago about, oh, I don't want him to be a photo op. Oh, it was Tiger Woods. Yeah, so you're saying this family is just photo the op. The royal family is a living, breathing photo op. I don't yes.
5: understand people's obsession with them, honestly.
3: Well,
1: I think that, well, yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. We're but also the, not the, British.
5: The, the king is a cheater.
1: Okay, well, I agree with you on that. Cool. But, listen, listen, okay, uh, she had a good run.
5: Seventy years, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, the longevity, the consistency. That's a Hall of Fame monarchy. A Hall of Fame throne sit for (laughs) Queen Elizabeth. (laughs) Got to put it in the rafters. Yeah, we are retiring her number. We are retiring her number. It is going to be raised to the top of Buckingham Palace. Queen Elizabeth, first ballot. First ballot queen. Now we
5: we started something. Now three people just told me that the queen killed Diana. Like,
3: no, it's Charles. First ballot. It's well,
1: hard. there was a conspiracy theory the Queen was involved because she had uh, unleashed secrets about the royal family. You were you, Reddit? Like what is happening with you? What brain worms are taking over right now where you're going down wormholes? R-
5: Princess Diana is not here right now. <laughs> and I'm not okay with it still.
1: Get okay. it? But again, as Stone said, that's how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> hey, there's no good transition out of Queen Elizabeth dying. But, hey, Jeanette, you want to pick the Bucks and the Cowboys Sunday? Let's go, Bucks, baby! When we come back, Jeanette picks the Bucks and the Cowboys. That was a rough transition. That's Jeanette <laughs> Javier, the Dominican queen. She is currently down a conspiracy theory royal family wormhole. God, we've got to get to 2 o'clock. I'm Ken LeVick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
0: From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Lavicca Live on ESPN 1063. Yeah. Hey, you want a great
1: car buying experience? Good thing I've got one for you. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. We've been full of information about the Queen today and about what happens now. By the way, BT Dub, the Queen has passed. Charles is now on the throne. Okay. I told you we were going to be your source for Queen News, and we have been. We've lived up to our journalistic standard. What have you done today? Okay? Now I'm going to tell you about Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. They're at the top of their game, and that's giving you a great car buying experience. My Kia K5 GT, I love that automobile. It is majestic. It is gorgeous. And it is so fun to drive. Super safe. Great with the family. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, and they have a credit clinic on site. Oh, I can't get a car. I can't get a new car. My credit's terrible. Ah, huh? nope, nope, nope. Not so fast. Bankrupt's right there. Credit clinic on site. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport Military Trail. That's Greenway Kia. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. Check it out beforehand and get there. That's Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Since this is it for Jeanette this week on this program, we need to have her pick her Buccaneers opening the season in Dallas, AT&T Stadium against the Cowboys on Sunday. Dallas is a two and a half point favorite. Correct? Two and a half point favorite.
3: <laughs> the Bucks are a two and a half. point don't know what that means. The Bucks are a two and a half point favorite. The Bucks need to win by a field goal if you want to cash that bet.
1: Yeah, oh, that's easy. Let's um, go. So, so it. To do this, here is what we found to be the first Tampa Bay Buccaneers fight song in franchise history. Take it away, 1979.
5: Oh, I love it.
1: Have you ever heard this before? No. Crank this.
5: B-U-C-C-A-N-E-E-R-S. With the cream stickle jerseys.
1: Oh yeah. Woo! Bruce the
5: Buccaneers.
1: Oh, this is dreadful! <laughs> All right, Jeanette. Better than the Miami Dolphins. One. The Buccaneers, the a show. two and a half point favorite at Dallas on Sunday. What are you picking, so Jeanette? The Bucks to win by over a field goal. Yeah, you gotta make the pick. Yeah,
5: the Bucs, though. Okay. The Bucks are gonna win. So that's win what more than you would put goal.
1: money on. If you wanted to make money, you would take the Bucks minus two and a half.
5: Yeah, for sure. Should I bet on that, Stone?
1: Uh, I don't know. Okay, then no. But I'm not gonna bet. I don't know. Oh, Oh, you're not going to bet in real life, but you're going to pick the yes, Buccaneers. Yes, okay, yes, okay. Yes. Jeanette says yes. She's not confident enough to put money on it, but she's saying yes. No, I'm <laughs> Take not the Buccaneers.
5: high ROI. I'm not, that's, not, that's not a big line.
1: Uh, that's that's that a was good goal. Good save. Uh, so Jeanette picks the Buccaneers, and uh, we'll get Stones tomorrow. We'll have them recorded or something. Stone with his Baker Mayfield. Uh, you know Vegas what I'm picking, line. people. Uh-huh. And then I'll have the Dolphins. Theo will have the Chiefs. That'll do it for us. Liz, we're going to miss you. That's Jeanette. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Now it's God Save the King. Cheater. Charles? Charles, we got high expectations for you, bro. <laughs> He's a cheater.
5: My expectations are very low. <laughs> we
1: want you to open up a dozen train Charles? stations in your first month. <laughs> Charles, <laughs> Charles, you got that dog in you? I guess we're going to find out. Charles, you're on the clock. Bye. <laughs> what?